Hit me with bombshells, huh? <laughs> I'm a day late, but I'm always great. Don't hate. So, Dane finally got what he wanted. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> Damien Lillard. Got traded in a three-team blockbuster trade that included the Bucks and Suns. 
So the Bucks just get Damian Lillard to pair with Giannis Antetokounmpo. You got Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez. Okay. Portland gets Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, and I'm going to say his name is Tumani Camera. Milwaukee's 2029 unprotected first round pick and unprotected Milwaukee swap rights in 2028 and 2030. The Suns get Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Nazir Little, and Keon Johnson. Mm. 11-time All-Star Damian Lillard, who just has passed season in 2022-2023 only played 58 games had 36.3 minutes um he averaged 32.2 points a game 4.8 rebounds 7.3 assists um averaged 46.3 from the field 37.1 from three point 91.4 from the free throw line. Hmm. Giannis got himself. Giannis got himself a superstar. I see. A superstar. Now that's the type of parent. Um. That I like seeing. But at what cost would this be to the Bucks, though? No one's really talking about that. It's more so people hype because Giannis finally got himself a little bit more help. And he got himself some big help. And Damian Lillard. You want to talk about a bucket? If you got Steph, that's a bucket. Kyrie, that's a bucket. You got um, you got so many guys that can get you like I'm talking about automatic points. You know for a fact his numbers won't drop, and he will dominate. Damian Lillard. Wow. You want to talk about a blockbuster? That is crazy. That is crazy. But, just want the people to understand. The Bucks do get a guy. In the last four seasons, since playing 80 games in 2019, and the 2019-2020 to last year, he's averaged 55 games played a year. In 2019-2020, he had he played in 66 games. And in 2021, he played 67 games. Or 2020, he played 67 games. In 2021, he had 29 games. And then last year, he had 58. 
but he's averaged about the same minutes because he was their best scorer. Now, 2021-2022 was his worst shield, worst year as far as shooting because he averaged about eight field goals made out of 19 field goals, 40% from the field, 32.4% from the three. Last year, he was just coming back in the form. Which Bucks play team, uh, guy are they getting? But Dame are you getting a guy who's going to play at least 65 because it's a minimum? If you want to qualify, I think, for the all-NBA team, you got to at least play 65. Are you going to get the Dame that was from 2012 to, I'll say, about 2018? He played about at least 78 games, 77 games a year. Because that guy was crazy. I remember, I think probably his best year, I think, was when he played 80 games. And he was 44% from the field, 91% from the free throw line, um, 25.8 points a game. He had a 36.9 field goal percentage. But I think that was the year when he had way bye-bye to my OKC Thunder and tore my team apart, you know, beating them 4-1, the Paul, George, and Russell Westbrook team, which I'm like, God. But he goes east, which is different. A lot of guys... This past all season, last all season, season before, they're shifting to the West, shifting the balance, making West be a dominant powerhouse conference. And now you get an elite guy who's on a bad Portland Trailblazer team that really was playing for either the play-in or they was a lottery pick team. Um... Dame goes to a Bucks team that won a title. Let's see, when did they win a title? The Milwaukee Bucks won a NBA championship in. Let's see. Let's see if I can get these numbers for y'all. Let's see. Let's see. She is she. Because for his career in 11 seasons, Dame Lillard's averaged 25.2 points, 6.7 assists, 4.2 rebounds, and 769 regular season games. The goal was seven all-star games played, and he won the rookie of the year. Yes, sir. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. People have to understand. If you really look at like the power teams in the in the East, off the top, ah, uh, 
The Bucks were always going to be a top four team. The Bucks was never going to falter, drop, none of that stuff. They just only just enhanced themselves and got better. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Get you when they won the title. They won. The, I think they won. I think that was 2021. 20, no. It had been the. 2020, 2021 season. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Hmm. But anywho, yeah, he goes to a team that was just missing something. And he helps that team greatly. Now, not having Drew Holiday, I would say that's the heart and soul of that team. The best defender, averaging 7.4 assists. He was the best guy that was playing the best team's uh, star player defensively. You lose that. Yeah, you do get a... A guy who can probably get you 35 easy. Who can sit there and, and, and shoot you out the game and stuff. Like, a constant bucket getter. Um, this is a, it's a formidable team right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had to really look at the East and see where this ranks them, I got the Celtics as a top four team. Mm, Bucks. Heat. Guess you would say, I would say, like, Philly. Is in that conversation. Mm. Yeah, that's really only the top four teams I see. Cavs is like in between. The Knicks is, they kind of skying up there, you know, climbing. Because the East ain't so formidable like they used to. But yeah, they ain't shifts that power just a little bit. Hopefully, the Bucks do great things. Last year, Giannis averaged 31.1 points a game, 11.8 rebounds. He played in just 63 games, though. He had some injuries. He was fighting to do some stuff. Maybe Giannis plays in, on the block more. Maybe Dane brings the ball up. Giannis posts up. Giannis does his thing because I feel like he's the best forward in the whole league. There's no one that can stop Giannis. He's going to hit you with some strong moves. He's going to pump fake you and probably dunk on you. Vicious. Very vicious. Um, He'll finish at the basket. 
Um, he's only 28. Like, this man has been in the league now. 2013. This this is be his ninth year. He still got ways to go. Mm. That's a that's a tough team. If I had, I can't. I don't know. I feel like I can't rank them higher than the Celtics. For some reason, that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown tandem is insane. You got two guys that basically played the same game, even though they got to the finals once they played the Warriors, and the Warriors kind of just. They outsmarted them. I just feel like they do just enough, but I feel like that Bucks team is just now is a is a little bit more scary. So I would say it's Bucks, Celtics, Heat, and then it's Philly. But I could say the Heat is still above the Bucks, but you add Dame to that, yeah, I don't know. And the Heat lost some key guys this all season. I just don't know. I don't know. Like, if you really had to think of, like, a team to put together and you was just like, yo, if I'm putting all my eggs in the basket, let's say you don't even want to be here in Milwaukee next year, and I'm saying we got to win right now. This is the perfect team, the perfect time. Long as Giannis stays healthy, long as Middleton stays healthy, Dame doesn't get hurt. He gives me, you give me at least 75, 77 games. From those three, ain't too many teams in the East going to mess with that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, the Heat still got some things they got to work on. I'm going to just keep it. I'm going to keep it 100%. The Heat are still good. Jimmy Butler is still that dude. What they could do to change it is getting Drew Holiday in the trade. Now you shift things. You you got to think the Heat already is a defensive team. You add Drew to that mix on top of Jimmy Butler. Um just saying, I'm just saying, like with Bam out of bio, uh, you got Tyler Hero who will be healthy this season. You got a uh, Nikolo Jokic, up and coming guy. You got Kevin Love off the bench. Kyle Lowry probably play off the bench. Um, Mm. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. That Bucks team, they looking good. I wasn't expecting no NBA headlines while the NFL season going on, but then again, the NBA and like their all season, they they technically they keep going and then it stops for a little bit and then training camp starts and this trade was very surprising, very surprising. Wasn't seeing it. Wasn't seeing it. Mm, let's see if I look at that Celtics team. Derek White, he played great last year. Porzingis is the question mark. He got to stay healthy. 
you gotta give me at least, at least, like, I need you to play about 71 games this season, at least. Yeah, uh, the last time Brazingas even played to that number was his rookie year. He played 72 uh, games, 28.4 minutes. Um, yeah, it was 14 points, but, but since then, he has put up numbers. The only thing that's messed him up is he can't stay healthy. Last year, he averaged 23.2, 65 games. Which is, I, I give you that. That's at least the league minimum. But the year before, he only played 17. Dallas was 34. Or that same season, 34. So that's only 51 games. 43 the year before. 57, 48, 65. I need, I need a healthy Borsingas for this Celtics team. I need it. He can ball and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be crazy to see. Um, yeah, that Eastern Conference. Formidable, boy. Now they just, need, they just need some more shift. They need some more guys to go east to help out. But I'm sure a lot of Heat fans want Dame to go there. It would have been dope to see it, honestly. Defensive team, you can really make Dane be the focal guy. With Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. But, Trailblazers turned down what the Heat were offering. I think it was Hero. I think it was some first-round draft picks. Uh, some other players and Trailblazers was like, nah, we don't want that. Kind of, kind of did them dirty, you know. But when you make when you make yourself public and you say you want to trade, that's what happens. Teams that own your rights, they will do what they want. Um, if you don't. If you just, if he would have just, I don't know if he had went to them privately and just told them, but just for that to come public and put the pressure on the Trailblazers, and it was like, nah, y'all not going to make this seem like he going to tell us what to do. And yes, we owe him because he did stay here 11 years. Loyalty, he did show that even when the team was playing bad, but we got to do what's best for us, not what's best for him. Even though we sent him to a title contender team, we just got to do what's smart for us. Um, it happens. It happens in all sports. You make those, um, make those type of demands like NFL, NBA, MLB. And stuff. Like, you make those type of trades, it happens. But let's get into that NFL football tonight. Yes, sir. So we got the Detroit Lions, huh? Going down to Green Green Bay. Green Bay felt the love in their first home opener. 
Jordan Love getting that comeback victory on the Saints. Could he do it again? Yeah, I think he got a lot of pressure on him. He followed behind A-Rod. He followed behind Brett Favre. You got to hold us together. Even though your team is just a... I feel like their offense is in the rebuild. Their defense is just there. That's why their defense don't give up much. Just like I said in the beginning of the season, the certain teams need to be relying on that defense to carry them forward. Because if they don't do that, they will see firsthand um, that that offense will not get them far. See, the Jets are messing up on this. I'll get back to the Lions and Packers game in a second. But the Jets are messing up on this. If you have a top, I would say at least a top five defense, corners, front seven, secondary, there's no way you're losing games. There's no way. You shouldn't have lost to the Patriots. You shouldn't. That should have been a, a win. Either. I don't care if it would have been 17 to 16 or 10 to 6. You're supposed to win that game. Don't put it all on Zach Wilson's shoulders. He can only do so much. If you force it to Garrett Wilson, teams will double. Randall Cobb ain't getting open. Tyler Conklin's struggling. Y'all not running the ball. <laughs> Might as well rely on the defense. Fuck it. Um. Yeah, come on. But yeah, to that Lions and Packers game, they got the uh, Lions favorite at negative two point negative two. Yeah, here's the thing though. Still uncertainty. Technically, the Lions supposed to be like that third best team, fourth best team in the NFC because the NFC is just like. Uh, the Eastern Conference in the NBA, they, they don't have that star power. Like, as far as quarterbacks, um, they got, I would say, they got three teams, maybe four teams with great defenses. Uh, Eagles, they in a class of their own. Cowboys, they should rebound this week. They sh- they'll be fine. Regardless of what all the social media and all the stuff on TV, them having panic, I felt like they just slipped up. Maybe I. But them Lions, they got to be more consistent. I'm going to need Jerry Goff to have himself a good game, just like he did last year in Green Bay when he made sure they didn't get in the playoffs. Because right now he has 819 yards, five TDs, two picks. But Jordan Love has 655 yards, seven TDs. Here's the thing. He only got one pick. He's not turning the ball over. He's playing within that system. Um, Let's see. Aaron Jones is questionable. Christian Watson is questionable for tonight. I hope they play, but if they don't, they're going to be relying on A.J. Dillon and some other guys. Um, I know Jerry Goff, they're going to have Amon St. Brown. Is he going to carry carry on what he did last week, playing with a plate in his foot? And I feel like he will. He already got 21 receptions, 275 yards, a TD on the season. I'm going to need uh, Jameer Gibbs uh, um, to get some more touches. Hello. 
I don't know what else to say. I need them to feed that man. If 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 he was that touted high coming out of Alabama to be the next best thing, get that man the ball. God dang. I don't know how to describe it. Y'all should not be averaging 111.7 rushing a game. Y'all should be averaging at least 130, 140. Come on, man. Because even though your offense is putting up 384, your defense is giving up 323. That's not going to win you no games. Y'all giving up 251 yards passing, but you're throwing for 273. That's only a plus 22, plus 21. That's... That's not going to win. But I can say the same for the Packers. Like, they're averaging 308.7 total yards, but they're giving up 355.7. That's not good. The four passing is 218.3, but they're giving up 219. That got to be better. They're giving up 136.7 yards running, but they're only rushing 90.3. Yes, they have had injuries. But this is... A game right here, Jared Goff really needs to step up. Don't play so lack, man. Go out there and dominate. You need this. You need this if you want to be a real contender. Because y'all got the Packers, Panthers at home, Bucks on the road, Ravens on the road, uh, Raiders, and then the Chargers, well, bye, then the Raiders. Those are some crucial games. The Panthers game is still a little tough. Their defense keeps them in the game. The Bucks are going to play them tight. The Ravens is going to play them tight. Like, they got games they need to win. But if I had to pick a game or pick a team tonight to win, I'm going to stick with the home team. I'm going to stick with Jordan Love. They're doing stuff just a little bit more. He's playing a little bit without no... He on his back, no guy, no veteran quarterback that's played with the Packers for so long behind him. I feel like it'll be just enough. I feel like this game be like a 20-17 to 17 type of game. Defenses, Aiden Hutchinson going to be out there hunting. I feel like Preston Smith on the other side is going to be um, hunting. Um... Yeah, it's going to be a straight defense again. I feel like 20-17. to 17. I don't think the Packers are going to try to slip up. They remember that game from last year, and I think they're going to really excel. So, we'll see how it goes. Um, y'all check me out on all platforms. I'm on Amazon Music. I'm on iHeartRadio. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Look it up, the analyst, or just type in dubs in the building. I think it should pop up. If not, just send me questions um, or whatever, and I'll help you find it. I'll send links or whatever. I need 100 followers. Ladies and gentlemen, I need 100 followers, and I can read ads. So take wherever you're listening to this podcast from, Share it on everything you have. Share it. Tell it to your friends. Tell it to your coworkers, your family. I appreciate it. You know, trying to blow this thing up, you know. Hopefully, get to a point I'm interviewing actual athletes and uh, interviewing, 
you know, local athletes, but we'll see how it goes. But this is your boy Dubs in the building. I'll be back unless some other news pop up because I ain't going to be getting into no talking about the Cowboys and or talking about the Dolphins and Bills game. I'll talk about that, you know. Um, I'll talk about that Sunday for that, those games. But, uh, yeah, man. Keep checking out the podcast. Keep supporting. Keep listening. You can also uh, subscribe. And I'm going to start creating some YouTube content, more TikTok content. You get some exclusive episodes. You might win yourself a jersey or a hat or whatever, a gift card and stuff. Subscribe to the podcast. It's only $2.99. It don't cost much. Um, costs way less than Hulu and Disney Plus and the app. So, this is the best app to listen to. This is where you need to get your sports from. They call me Baby Stephen A. Smith at work. It's just crazy. But then again, I've been on top of my game as far as um, sports since I was a little kid. So, I appreciate y'all. I thank y'all. Y'all have yourself a good rest of the day. Thank you.